0: Let's Talk, Bible Fellowship Church's devotional podcast, devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Well, thank you for joining us. I actually have two passages to read today. The first is Psalm 19, verses 1 and 2. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. And the second is 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6, which says, For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. We were singing this past Sunday, and I was just reminded of the thought that there are a lot of churchy words, biblical words even, that we use on a regular basis, uh, but don't ever bother to define because they're so familiar, they're so ubiquitous in, in songs and in prayers and in sermons like grace and mercy and fellowship and propitiation and redemption. Uh, and another one of these words is glory. And and I'm, and I'm often surprised in certain contexts where I was in a teaching context recently where the person speaking asked a room full of probably 100 people, do you all know what grace means? And no one could give a good definition. Or of mercy. And I think so often we get those two words confused. Glory is another one of those words for me. And we sing about it so much, and we talk about the glory of God, and we want to glorify God. But what does it really mean? Well, probably the most helpful definition came from a talk that John Piper was giving. And he said, and I'm paraphrasing, I believe... But basically, that God's glory is the going public of His divine attributes. That it is all that God is—His character, His attributes, His beauty, His power, His wisdom—on display. God's glory is something that is experienced. You know, you know God is omnipotent. He is omniscient. Um, he is omnipresent. He is all of those things, whether we acknowledge it or not. But his glory is when these divine realities are experienced. So we see this in two ways here. The first is we see God's glory in creation. In creation, we see that God is creative, that God is wise in the things that he has made, and he has made so many different kinds of things. He is an artist. He is all-powerful, that with a word, he could speak everything that we see into existence. Now, these are things that are objectively true, that God is powerful, that God is wise, that God is creative, that he is beautiful. But when we see a sunset with the birds flying across the horizon and the clouds in the sky and the colors that light up the night, we are experiencing the glory of God through the things that he made. But more powerfully and more potent, we experience the glory of God in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus was God with flesh on. Jesus, in a context that we can understand, he became a man like we were, but he was a man like no man ever existed. And through the way that he was strong and humble, that he was wise, that he was a servant, that he loved people well, but he stood for truth and never backed down when truth was on the line, when God's glory was on the line. And in everything that we read in the Gospels about the life of Jesus, we are seeing the glory of God display in human history. In the way that he loved, in the way that he served, in the way that he went to the cross, and in the way that he conquered sin and death, and rose still a man. We see the fullness of God's glory in the face of Jesus Christ, as Second Corinthians 4 said. So next time we sing about the glory of God, Be reminded that God's glory is the fullness of who he is, but being experienced by us, by his people. And so as we're singing about his grace and about his mercy, about his beauty and about his power, all of these together make up the glory of who our God is. And he is a God that is truly glorious and is worthy of our worship. God, thank you for your word. Thank you. Through your word, we get to see and experience, uh, maybe not the fullness of who you are, we'll never comprehend that, but a but a beautiful picture, a mosaic of how you have interacted with human history, of the truth of who you are, of your character, of your attributes. And you are beautiful, you are good, you are holy, you are glorious. So God, help us to give you the worship and the praise that your glory deserves and help us to glorify you by helping those around us to see the fullness of who you are. We'll give you all the praise and the glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, church family, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Let's Talk. You are loved. Have a blessed day.